Hello and welcome to the Luxury Lounge. That's right, every Thursday we head into the lounge, we shut the door, and we get to complain about anything you'd like. There is no complaint that's too small or too big for the lounge. And if you want your complaint read on the show, send it to jtrainpodcast.gmail.com. Title it Luxury Lounge and then a little, give us a, you know, dash the 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 title of the email and and listen thank you for listening thank you for telling a friend this the i love that people are getting into the spirit of the lounge that's what it's all about you guys are you're, you're enjoying you're 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 bathing in the complaints your complaints keep getting more in depth every week this show gets better and i and and it's just such a pleasure so keep spreading the word and i'm posting on instagram a little tidbit i'm putting a little piece of cheese on there i'm putting those up you know for your entertainment but also for you to share let a friend know tag someone tag someone tag someone make it your instagram story if you enjoyed the complaint keep sending them in keep on going i'm also and if you love the luxury lounge i do a patreon version patreon.com slash jared Fried every wednesday where every complaint gets read every week so if you want your complaint read for sure, patreon.com slash Jared Freed. There's a luxury lounge every Wednesday as well as two other podcasts. So three podcasts extra a week for $5 a month. Patreon.com slash Jared Freed. That is what we call a deal. And otherwise, this weekend, I'm in Boston. Um, what other live shows do I have? And listen, you're coming to the shows. It is, it is such a pleasure. Um that you guys are coming on the road and coming out. Hold on. We got shows, baby. Go to jaredfree.com for tickets. So listen, Dallas, New Brunswick, Perrysburg, Ohio, Buffalo, New York. I think we're adding more shows as they come. Come on out. Get those tickets. Bring your group chat. That's Assemble the group chat. That's what it's all about, jaredfree.com. Let's get to today's guest. Very excited. An OKP of the podcast, uh, but their first time in the lounge, Emma Wilman. Thank you for coming on. Thanks, Jared. I'm so, I'm giddy about this because I got to tell you something. I'm a sure. complainer. I complain. I, listen, there's a re. So you know, I know you are a good complainer. You are yeah, a good you. like you. Here's the thing you need, and I'm learning. I'm learning how to book this show. It is new. Hmm. It is not something I've been doing for years and years and years. Right. I can if if someone comes on J Train, I'm giving advice, and I see right away they're not really getting it. I can just kind of do it on my own, and sure. they can tag along. Right. For the luxury lounge, I have to be choosy. I got to figure mm-hmm. out who I'm bringing on. And you are good at this and I and I think you're going to enjoy this podcast experience mm. because you are a you know how to rise the tide of a complaint. Oh, do I ever? I never thought that anyone, this would be appreciated before. It's very much appreciated. This is the this is in the lounge. We appreciate this the most because God. it's not about it's not about complaining. It's about and here's another thing and yeah. here's seven other things. Oh, so, I get so riled up. Uh, listen, and I'm so happy to have you here. I want everyone to go follow Emma. She's fantastic, so hilarious. Thank at you. Emma Wilman on Instagram, but especially TikTok. TikTok at Emma Wilman, love TikTok. Go follow, go follow. So hilarious, hilarious live, hilarious on TikTok, hilarious on Instagram. It's going to be all over my social media. So go follow, go follow, go follow. I, I, yeah. This is this is the lounge was created out of a necessity. Yes, and and, and during the pandemic, it was a lot of. You know, your most miserable, awful friend that you really want to cut out of the group, that friend, if you complained about anything non-pandemic, like dur- the pandemic right. brought like, out. Your issues. That's always the thing. There's bigger problems. And you're like, yeah, you know, bigger, bigger problems. 
but we all we but we have other problems that what, the more we ignore them, the more they become the biggest problem. Exactly. It doesn't mean that the last four times I bought hummus at Whole Foods, there was it was bad hummus, and that's not an issue for me because I got to schlep all the way over there and go back, and like that was an issue. I'm not saying the other things are an issue. This is also an issue. If you mentioned hummus in a complaint, you were all of a sudden, you know, the the, the Prince of Wales. You had right. no issues. You have all the money in the world, and it's like right. that. And you know what? The the pandemic kind of brought these people out because we had to listen to them. You yeah. know, finally, there's a lot of people, the pandemic was the best thing that ever happened to them because now they could be miserable in public. They, sure. could, they could be the, the worst version of themselves. So right. this, the, the luxury lounge is a fight against those people. Mm, uh, this is, this is a safe space. And we have so many emails. Keep sending them in jtrainpodcast.com. Title it luxury lounge. Give it a little dash, the theme of your email, and we'll get to it on the show. Let me get to my complaint first, and then we'll get to yours. Please. You ready, Emma? Yes. Okay. Hit the music. Jared, he has some problems. Jared, he's got some issues to do. Get off his chest right now. Jared has a lot of issues. Jared has a issue with a lot of things that we can discuss. Can you relate to the problem now? Okay. Oh, I thought you wanted I, me to hit the music. No, no, no. I got the the music has been played. Okay, and it's a very long song. And I got listen. Okay, my complaint. I actually am changing it on the fly. Okay, go go. So go. Emma, you haven't heard the music because now it's built into the show. Like I can got say, it. hit the music. Our producer Shelby puts it in. You don't okay. have to listen to it. It is a very long intro song into long. my complaint. Mm. It's see. Here's the thing. I, I when we did it. This is my complaint now because I, I actually, you reminded me. Someone emailed me about the complaint song, mm. about how long it was. Because, and listen, this is a comedy podcast. Right. Because, you know, the idea that it's going to be this perfect song. First of all, the 15 second button exists. Sure. I listen, if you've listened to this a thousand times and the complaint song isn't, isn't up, your, uh, up your alley, you know, tap, tap, tap. Right. You're past it. The, right. Your life, you know, but to not understand the joking nature of it, to not understand. And and yeah, maybe one day someone's going to pop on the luxury lounge for whatever and they're going to go, wait, the, the complaint songs changed. Yeah, that's up to me. The creative, the right. artist, right. That, that, that change will be made. But I am not going to. I got this message. This person was like, the complaint song, it really is way too long. And it's like, do you even hear yourself? Do you, you even I, I, if they're kidding, their level of comedic insight is already above mine yeah, because yeah, this was totally. so, this was so serious. And I see this no all the LOL. time. Like no, no, L- I mean, to take the time to write take that email. Time. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like, it's so worked out. They had to be walking around. They had to check other emails. There's lots of places to check out along the way, but they typed, they got your info, typed it out, sent it to you. And, and what they do is they go love the show, but mm. let me give So you don't love the show. Because this bothered you so much that you were one joke. It is a joke. The song is a joke. You were one joke away from, I'm out of here. 
Yeah. So it's like, yeah, this is over for me. I'm deading the show. And it's like, you you don't appreciate the show. You're sitting there telling me, well, it's this one thing away. And it's like, it's always that person that they, and what these people have done, the miserables of Mm. the world, they have now figured out what your response to them is going to be. So they come with a, they come with their prepackaged, you know, a defense mechanism and their defense mechanism is, I I get the joke. Right. I think you're hilarious. So they start with, I think you're hilarious, but right. this one thing has bothered me so much that I will maybe not listen to the show. And it's like, and they put you in a position where they're, they're actually threatening you because they're like, you're about to lose me. Uh, oh, you might lose me if you don't change right. this. And it's like, that's it's as if they're holding the podcast in a chokehold with a knife to its neck. And they're like, you oh. might lose me. And you go, And we have to train ourselves as artists, Mm. as creatives, Mm. as hosts, as the people who bring the funny to go, I don't mind losing you. You, you kind listener are the the enemy of creativity. You are you think you're creating creativity, but no, you're stifling it. When you say no to something, when you say I will leave if you don't change this, then you are putting creatives in a threatening position that they better be subservient to whatever you say in the future. So I say to you. No good listener. I will not be changing the song until I am ready and we will keep this going. And it's ridiculous. Jared is Emily, triggered. <laughs> totally triggered. You triggered me because I was like, I, I, I forgot I got that email and I was like, uh, it, it, they do it on Instagram too. Hey, I love everything you do, but, but this one thing that I disagree with is the thing that was about is really going to make me mad. And it's like, Oh, so everything's funny until it relates to you. Hmm. Let's go to Emma's complaint. Uh, hit the music. It's the guest's turn to complain. They're ready to jump in. They've got lots of problems, too. It ain't all about Jared. Let's hear their complaint of the day. Let's hear their complaint of the day. They're invited on the show to have some fun and complain with you. Let's hear that complaint. Go ahead, Emma. I got a question about your complaint real quick. Mm. Does someone ever do that and you take, like, do you think that it's the ultimatum aspect of it? Because that's to me, yeah, that's what the turnoff is to me. Because if someone gives a complaint, it's so much in the tone of it because we're people too, so how you approach us is gonna affect us. So well, someone it, writes in like, "If you don't do this, I will do this," and I already know you think it's a joke, but I'm telling you, it's not a good joke. And because like, how how is he supposed? How are we supposed to operate like that? If all of a sudden we're responding to everything, we would just be quiet in a room, staring at a wall. There'd be no J train. There'd be no show. I, I listen. You couldn't be more right, and I'm happy you added this on the complaint because. They, you know, this person will probably email me again and be like, well, I just want to. And it's like, I'll give you I'll give you a good example. Someone the other day DM me and it was about um, and trigger warning. I'm giving a trigger warning right now. Yeah. But it, the, the subject was suicide. And mm-hmm. the they were explaining to me that the way it's it's now this person couldn't have write, written a nicer message to me about oh, great. how to say and listen I, I i'm holding back now because i'm not really 
I want to make sure I don't do it wrong again. But I would love to see some, anything about suicide because I used to throw around and trigger warning them about and I regret it. And I'm like, but, but I used to throw around I'm like, I'm not, well, my brain's out. I used to be I'm like so dramatic. I would say or I'm like, yeah, fuck that guy. I hope they fucking shoot themselves in the head. Say sure. I mean, it, you know, of course. And I'm trying to actually be more sensitive to that because someone wrote me like, hey, you shouldn't tell people to blow their brains out. And I was like, you know what? You're absolutely right. I absolutely shouldn't. And I am sorry about that. And and you know what? We you know, this is also the issue with the Internet. Like we're all trying trying to figure out what the tone is. I, I understand right. that we don't know the tone. But this person, the way they, they were like, I'm a, I think they were a trained uh, doctor, psychologist, mm. and they were like, we're trying to change. And they said, we're trying to change the language around suicide. And right. I think, I, and I go, and, and then they, you know, read, wrote an explanation of like what, what they're trying to say. And it's like, you know, we never really get on the internet that, there should be like a five year zone of, hey, mm. we're trying to change trying. the language around this one thing. Like there should be a five year, you know, forgiveness zone of that stuff. You know five what I mean? A great buffer. I mean, who could because who could complain about five years? Like I'm a complainer, but if you give me the option of five years, I'm pretty comfortable it, with that. It, if for five years you're like, hey, we're saying they, them, and right. just, you know, gentle reminder, I go, okay, okay, I, I listen, I, sure. I think, like, and and if I knew, hey, we're two years in, like, if on the news it was like, okay, three years to go until we, you, you start to sound like an asshole. Right, right, right. <laughs> like, like, yeah. <laughs> like, ah, shit. <laughs> Damn it. Let me, like, let me. That took me about two, it took me about two years to get it out, but this is like, you know, a while ago, and then all of a sudden, when it clicked, and then I'm, when I was like, okay, of course, I can't believe I ever said that. But totally. it took me a little. Uh, it took me a minute in high school. I used to say it, and then it took me a minute to like, like I gotta slow it down. And, and and listen, we're not saying to people like you gotta come to us the right way, but it's like even right. the attempt. Like sure. it was just nice that this person was like, hey, I like, I don't even hear you. I heard you maybe say. It, the worst is when they're like, I heard you say it that one time, and you're out of right. here. You, 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 and I, I'm never gonna listen again. And you're right. like. Listen, none of I, I think we have like the Internet removes intent, mm. you know, like they, they the Internet hates giving any room for intent. And I think that's what we're here for. And so I, I appreciate you. Huge. Intent is huge. So how yeah. you approach your intent with the approach. Emma, let's go to your complaint. OK, here's my complaint. So a lot of times my complaints are really like I got to take responsibility for it because it'll be me not like something with my ADHD or something like that. I can never remember my iCloud password. So I bought mm. this, this premium service that remembers your passwords and it like will create the password for you. And then you enter it in this system and then it'll automatically like plug it into your different things. Mm. So I had to create a new iCloud password that's complicated as a motherfucker. There's was it the one they gave you or is it the one it was you like kinda... the one they gave me because normally okay. they give me one. I go, no. And then I just do some version of my mom's name. Now, that wasn't mm. good because my account got hacked a couple of times. And and now you got they, they probably said to you, you've used your mom's name seven different times. Like, we can't. We have to move on from this. Yeah. Like yeah. Your password is weak. And so. Yeah. <laughs> I got sick of being called weak, so I got this premium service thing. I got more sick of being called weak than I did actually having my account get hacked, oddly enough. Like, sure. I was, I'm not weak. I'm not stupid. So I got this premium account. But whatever the hell this thing does, when I go in to hit enter, it's not entering in the right password. It's still saying the password's bounced. So my complaint is I hate this password service because it's the type of person that's going to have a hard time getting their remembering their password is also not going to then be able to override this system because for me to yeah. get into it i have to do a two-step authentication thing if i can't sign in with my face 
it's over. And yeah. I now I'm effectively locked out of like three different things. So I'm I'm annoyed. Here's the thing, and you're right. They need to create a password system that is like a children's book. Yes. Like it's got to have the cardboard pages yes. and it's real thick and you can move from one page to the next. So it's the so password good. system, it should be so simple but so specific to you. That's all like I that's want. like like when you say the facial recognition like yeah, I love that, that is that's truly the most simple thing I in the world you're it. just like here's my face done face. this happens a lot with like i have facial recognition on my phone but then it will autofill the password yes. and then it'll put it in but sometimes if you do the what what really and i'm not sure if i'm explaining this right if you do the you gen, if you say apple you generate the password sometimes it won't alert it to update your last password exactly so then it's putting in and that's what i think this this dash that's what's going on with is, you yeah it's not clicking in the right one and now i'm like well i'm totally lost because now i'm totally just completely out of my element and now you're in this like version of like when you turn on the tv when you press on and it does the cable box on yes. but turns the tv off that's such good. yes a hundred percent and you're like oh no oh and, and you start pressing and, everything then you start pressing on and then oh, moving oh, the clicker out right. of the thing. Yes. So you're like, maybe it won't catch the TV, but it only catches the thing. You're trying to get it back on the same. It, it's the exact same thing that's going on with you. It's the exact same thing. And I also, for my ADHD, I got all these things, the Apple AirTags. Have you seen those? So I, I'm I'm familiar with them. It was like their next big invention. Next that, big thing. They're, and it's, they're pretty good. It's like the tiles where you, but my complaint with those is, you have to be within, I think the Apple AirTags, you get more space, but you have to be like within 30 to 60 feet of the thing. So what does the AirTag do? What is the purpose of buying it? It beeps. So if I have it on my computer and I like, I can tap it on and then I'm like, where the hell did I put my computer? Then I can make it go beep from my phone. But wouldn't the whole point of that, the 60, like I would think I would be more than 60 feet away. I'm always more than 60 feet away. Right? Like this, is, this defeats, I need, 60, I need 60 miles. Yes. And I would pay, I would, I would pay, I would probably pay a thousand dollars. I mean, I would really invest in that because that would make a huge, cause I lose my wallet. Like I lose things. Mm -hmm. So now if I could do like, it's like, I have to have the thing, it beeps and it's like in my pocket or in my other hand. Like, I don't know who these, this is working for so much, but I want something where it can be really far away. Cause now I've got, and also you can beep your phone from the tag. So I've got tags but, to beep my phone. My apartment's like a fucking piano. Isn't it, isn't it the weird, where's my phone option? Yeah. Isn't that part of it? And that's Can't remember the, the password does. to that thing either. Well, <laughs> let's get to the complaints. J train podcast at gmail.com luxury lounge, send in your luxury lounge complaints, title of the luxury lounge. Give us a little theme uh, in the title here with Emma Wilman. Go follow right now at Emma Wilman on Instagram and TikTok, go, go, go. Are you ready? Oh, I'm so excited. I just saw the titles of these. I already am I'm like. So I sent, I sent you two that have pictures. We'll do those at the right. end, but we'll start okay, with cool. these ones. Okay. Luxury Lounge Spa Edition. Ooh. Jared, I recently went to a spa for a facial and a massage. I was excited for two hours of uninterrupted bliss. My facial was first and I was relaxed and loving it when she finishes and says, okay, take your time and I'll meet you outside. I asked politely if I was staying in the same room. Nope. I had to get dressed. Put a mask back on. Uh, put a mask back on my freshly faciated, facialed face, and go back into the waiting room to wait for my massage therapist. Complete disrespect. Thanks for loving to complain as much as I do. What do you think of this, Emma? This is horrible. I'm so glad that you preface the um, better ways to talk about suicide thing a little bit because right mm. now my immediate reaction is that's fine. He still killed himself. That's what I would have said <laughs> if you hadn't said that. So I didn't mean that. But 
That's absolutely insane. That's it's insane. Insanity. Your face is so sensitive. You don't want to be seen by other people. You don't want to move. That's part of what you paid for. It's why you get two things together. I would be so irate. And it's also like a hard thing to necessarily complain about. So they put you in a chokehold. Thank God for this show. Well, I totally agree with you. This is a horrible situation. Horrible. Um, the Not fair. The I've never gotten a facial, so I'm happy you're here and know kind of like the sensitivity of your face. They usually and, push your face or they do certain things to your faces. And then they usually calm it down. Like if they do extractions, mm. the face is red and the puffy and then they calm it down. But you still look you, you put right push like blackheads before. Yeah. So they'll do that. But like in the way you're supposed to. So it's not like as blotchy, but normally or they'll at least they usually are doing extractions, exfoliating or something where your face feels pretty raw. So besides the relaxation to not relax aspect of it you usually are in a place where like you don't really want to be seen here's the most important part and, and is the you book two services right that's one room one whatever you get at the spa should be done they should then bring in the masseuse fa facialist leaves masseuse comes in it should you should not be the one moving from place to place it should be one room you get it and and listen I think all of us would be happy to pay the extra $20 that sure. that might cost. So like, right. you know, the idea that they're bringing that you now have to go from room to room to room as if you're at the DMV, you get mm. your picture taken. Go, no, no, no. Here's the other. And, and I understand this because you want everything at the spa to be a up you know downhill yes. to glory down yeah. you want to like slot it's like you're sledding down a hill you want to ease to the end that's what you look when for. i get when i get a massage what they'll usually do is they make you go on your back or on your stomach first and yeah. then your back which to me is insane oh, it you should don't like be that? no because really? i want i want to finish face forward so I want the massage experience to ease me into like, a you know, I want to be like, there's no more relaxing p period of the massages than when you're on your stomach and then That's they true. go and you're already like in that Zen zone of getting the massage and you're like, ah, like I, I've made it. You've, yes. you've come down. You're not looking at your phone. You're not squinched up. And then right. they go, okay, turn over. And you're like, what? Right. Turn over. Turn no. Over. Yeah. You, what are you talking about? Turn me over. You know, so <laughs> it is. It to me. Imagine you told them to turn you over sometime. Yeah, yeah. Listen, I didn't pay for. I'll pay the extra twenty dollars for the turnover. Fuck so stones, I want you to turn me over. Like, uh. yeah, bring in the crane. So, yeah. I, but that's my point. Is like this. It's the same thing as this person, where it's like you don't want. You've paid for the two hours of right. Zen to have that not go together like a song. Just in the same way, where I'm like, whenever they say start on your stomach, I go. Can I just start on my back? I never and then thought I'll that. go to my stomach. Yeah, I, always, I want. I I actually used. To, I never really minded that they would start in the back because I look forward to the shoulder part the most. And then I always thought that they put you on your stomach, so it's like then you just get up and get dressed and go. Maybe I'll. Do they ever look at you funny? Or they're, are they like no? So I've I've had one person say no, and I was like, yeah. okay, now this better be the best massage of my life. Right. Right. Like like if you have if you're that into your craft, I go all right. Yeah, you let's know see what doing. you got. Right, right. Not, uh, you know, but most of the time they're cool with it. J Train Pot. Go ahead. Have you gotten exfoliated before? I've never done that. I've done, you know, That's I get good. manicures, pedicures. I've gotten massages, but never. Now I want to get a facial. I just want to see what facial. it feels like.
Go get, they do man facials and they will, they'll like exfoliate your face and do all that stuff. But when you do that, you feel even more vulnerable than a massage. That's why, or even if they did the massage and then me, that would still be wrong, but it'd be a little more understandable doing the facial and then sitting in the, around other people is just completely. I have gotten the shave where they do the, the hot towel and all that stuff. Yes. That is fun, but I always come out looking like a Cabbage Patch kid. Like for yeah. some reason, your face is just like 30 times bigger than it went in. Totally. JTrainPodcast at Juma.com. JTrainPodcast at Juma.com. Here with Emma Woman. At Emma Woman on Instagram, TikTok. Go follow, go follow, go follow. This one's a, I mean, I guess we're, we're full of trigger warnings today. So I'm going to, I'm going to do another trigger warning for people because, and I, I'm getting, again, we need our five-year warning. I'm trying yeah. to get used to this world. And, and listen, I, I can understand why this would trigger someone because this one's Absolutely. called Luxury Lounge. Dad's death made life annoying. So. Sure. Listen, listen, any death is an inconvenience. Absolutely, to say the least. To say the least. So, okay, ready? Let's do this. Jared, an esteemed guest complainer. My dad Ooh. passed away in December. I'm very sorry for your loss to very the email. And a huge piece of my family puzzle is missing. Yes, of course, he was the stronghold of our family, beloved by all, and is missed every day. However, that's not the complaint I bring <laughs> forth today. <laughs> I love this person for emailing yeah. him, by the way. Uh, I, uh, I learned that he played the most important role in my family ever, the one that does all the work to keep others informed of everyone else's life. My dad had a phone call rotation. The first part portion of his phone call was catching you up on everyone. Then he would ask a series of questions to get the tea on your life. Not necessarily nosy or gossipy, but definitely inquisitive. Now I have to do all the work myself. Mm. It's like everyone knows a little piece of everyone's life, but not all the same things at the same time. It's worth it because I want to stay connected, but damn, it was so much easier having a one-stop shop phone call to get the scoop. I totally understand what she's talking about. It's like he's almost like the center of the wheel. He's he's Facebook at this right. point. Yeah, you know, he's okay. So I knew my dad kept us up to date, but not to the extent that he really did. See, this this dad must have had a fantastic memory too. I sure. find myself thinking, oh, I didn't know that, or when did that happen? Or answering those questions more often than before. It's been even harder now that my sister is pregnant. For example, she told me she envisioned a teal and gray nursery. A week later, I sent nursery inspo in the group chat. My other sister and mom did not, not take kindly to, to we were supposedly withholding this information. Oh, so they're like, why didn't you tell us about the green, green right. and gray or the teal and gray uh, nursery? It's not, that, it's but not it's, that you didn't tell them. It's just that you're used to having it be updated. With <laughs> some, like, it's like now I never know. Like, if Facebook doesn't tell me when someone's birthday is, I don't know. So it's like if all of a sudden that went out saying, I'd be like, why didn't someone tell me it's a birthday? But it's because I just am relying on that now. So they didn't know. The, the Facebook analogy is is perfect here because you're right. They, it, when someone's like, you didn't, you know, oh, thank you, everyone, for my birthday wishes. And you go, wait a right. minute. Facebook didn't tell me about that. What, yeah. Uh, now I'm now I'm the dick. Right. She writes, I guess it's a luxury to have a daily family briefing. The complaint is that I have to do the work myself now. Like they say, you don't know what you got till dad is gone. You got to tell people uh, things yourself, annoyed and uninformed. What do you think of this? I, I, I think this is uh, this is tough because it's like we don't know until you don't until you know. Like You don't know until you and also it's probably like one of the gifts your dad had was getting the information because maybe it seemed like everyone was just coming forward and telling it. But now it's like, oh, you don't know what you don't know. But your dad was asking questions that was, 
he was also doing that extra work of getting all that info. It's not like everyone was sending it to him. He was just, you know what I mean? The, the true complaint is finding out what you're not good at. Right. You know, like th this kind of right. makes you feel like a narcissist. You're like, oh, right. like, because some people like asking these questions. Some yeah, people like getting on, like some people like getting on the phone and just going. Right. You know, like I and you, you, you go and there's a moment where you go, man, am I that much of a narcissist? I just get on the phone. And I just talk to my dad. And I just told did I even ask right. how my dad was doing? Right. You know, like and but really, I'm sure he enjoyed this. I'm sure he liked giving out the tea as much sure. as, like the, the dad was probably a gossip. Like he probably enjoyed this. Totally. This maybe he was retired. May retire. Who knows? But you know what? With this type of thing, I wonder if there's some way to make it easier on yourself so it's like you don't have to carry the torch as much in some way that so it won't stress you out. If there's How like, do, you know, it's a good point. And and also she mentions, for example, she told me that she envisioned a teal and gray. A week later, I sent the nursery inspo to the group chat. My other sister and mom did not take kindly. It does feel like, and I don't mean to you know gender the situation, but it's like mm -hmm. it's a dad with three daughters and a wife. Right. So it is like dad. Of course, dad goes into listening mode of True, like all the women in his right, life. Right, you right. know, like it's like that. Maybe this group they need a dude. Yeah, they need <laughs> they, someone to step. You gotta find, so maybe start looking around and seeing taking in applications candidates. Maybe someone if you guys have another husband in the mix, like a husband, a someone or. How about this? I'll call the family once a week. Hey, get Jared and, in there. Yeah, and I'll just take down notes. Boom. How's boom, your boom. sister? And yeah. how funny would that be if, like, a, a, you know, a year later they're like, hey, yeah, we just call Jared every day, and he, you right. know, gives out information. They're like, who's Jared? Uh, right. We listen to his podcast, and he kind of helped us keep in touch after Dad went away. You know, he's pretty good at. It. He's very, <laughs> he's very, very invested. I mean, a daily family check-in is a lot for anybody. That totally. sounds three, three people, four three people. people. That's crazy. It's probably something your dad enjoyed doing. And then if it's not something you enjoy doing, then I don't know. There's some way to. But that's tough. I understand wanting to like honor that and keep it alive. It's what you're used to. I, I get I get the but annoyance. Absolutely. It's also such a dad thing it like, is. with three daughters. Like I can right. understand like he's been just receiving. And I'm sure he had to learn this through years. Like like back in the day, he's probably like when he was, they were teenagers. He's like, what about this? And they're like, shut the fuck up, dad. And he's like, oh. Okay. You don't listen, Dad. You don't listen. And then he's like, "Oh, I'll listen. I'll listen." Yeah, I will never stop listening. Yeah. I'm just gonna. I'm just going into question mode forever. So maybe they need to. Maybe they need to pay, up. Uh, you know, like a like a courtroom stenographer. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Take the, the the notes for them. Yes. And they shouldn't get annoyed at you for keeping them in the dark. I mean, that's that seems like a little bit of an overswing on their part because that'd be a very weird thing to with, be withholding. I totally. Think. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, I uh, listen. I wasn't going to tell mom about the color scheme of the nursery. Right, like, right. come on, people. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Truff. Truff is the luxury hot sauce brand inspired by the elegance and indulgence of truffles. I call it a dab of fab. People, I love Truff hot sauce. It is a perfect addition to any meal. And what I, you know, I'm trying to eat healthy. I'm waking up and having egg whites. What's, I mean, egg whites are egg whites. But when I add a little bit of truff on there, I'm taken to a land of elegance and deliciousness that I can't even explain. When you're making a turkey sandwich, turkey sandwich, you're, you're not eating turkey sandwich because you want to have a good day. You're eating it because you want to get better from the weekend. But how can you get better while also 
kind of enjoying yourself and that's where trough comes in and i have to say it was started by two college friends named nick who disrupted the hot sauce industry with their social media skills and genius move to slip some truffles in there but if you don't want to just take my word for it truff has been featured on oprah's favorite things twice quote there's no one i'd give it to that hasn't loved it that's a quote from Oprah. Holy crap. Who's going to disagree with Oprah? Now they have three sauces. The original Truff flagship hot sauce, the Truff hotter hot sauce infused with extra jalapenos and premium white Truff hot sauce with the rare and decadent white truffle. Plus they've got olive oil, mayo, Truff pasta sauce. Let me tell you right now, the pasta sauce is unbelievable they can't keep it in stock i have friends that come to me and they go as if i'm like some sort of dealer they're just like i gotta get gotta get that sauce man the truff pasta sauce make it happen just make it happen and just for my listeners they're giving you an amazing offer 15 percent off site-wide plus free shipping with promo code jtrain at truff.com that's 15 percent off plus free shipping on everything just shop at truff.com that's t-r-u-f-f-f as in fantastic.com use promo code jtrain it's also a great gift people love this stuff truff.com promo code jtrain for 15 percent off the J Train Podcast is brought to you by Rothy's. Good news. Rothy's, the comfortable, washable, sustainable shoe, isn't just for women anymore. They now have men's shoes. Uh, their sneakers and driving shoes for men are made with the same level of craftsmanship and detail you know to expect from Rothy's. Rothy's men's shoes have been designed with an artisanal level of detail. I'm wearing mine now. I love them. They're a great shoe. Uh, they look good. They're great with khakis. Great fall shoe. Wear day drinking on the weekends. Great gift for your mom, your dad. I mean, your mom, the women's shoes, they have the women's too. But I'm saying dad, boyfriend, brother. This is a great thing to kind of get ahead for the holidays. I love the shoes. And you, I put them on the minute I took them out of the box. And they're comfortable. They're great. You can walk around in them. You're going to love them. Rothy's has a unique, totally seamless design that is comfortable from the moment you slip them on. No break-in period. Plus, they're durable, washable, better for the planet, created with nearly zero waste. I will throw them into the wash every now and again, and it's like a brand new show. They're great. Plus, uh, Rothy's did rigorous R&D testing that resulted in a perfect fit, wash after wash. Rothy's is in the news. Who, what, where says celebs are far from immune from the draw of Rothy's wildly popular shoes. And who better to tell you than their actual customers? Rothy's best-selling shoe, The Point in Black, has over 5,000 near-perfect reviews. I love them. I'm wearing them right now. Uh, I'm wearing the sneakers. They're, they're just a great look, sharp. You're going to love them. Great gift. Up your style today with washable, sustainable, and stylish shoes from Rothy's. Head to rothys.com, R-O-T-H-Y-S.com slash J-Train to find your faves today. That's rothys, rothys.com, R-O-T-H-Y-S.com, rothys.com slash J-Train. You don't want to miss this. Head to rothys.com slash J-Train to find your new favorites today. J-Train podcast at gmail.com, J-Train podcast at gmail.com here with Emma Wilman at Emma Wilman, TikTok and Instagram. Go follow, go follow. Luxury Lounge, accidentally over tipping. Okay. Mm. I made a costly mistake at the bridal salon today and can't com exactly complain about it to family and friends, so here I am. I went in to get measured and order the wedding dress I decided on at a previous appointment. The dress is absolutely... Yeah, congratulations. As the dress is absolutely gorgeous and quite expensive. So anyway, it was all going wonderfully until I inserted my credit card to pay. 
and a tip screen popped up. The tip options were listed as 5%, 10%, 15%, 20%, or other. What the fuck was not expecting that? I panicked and racked my brain. Are you supposed to tip wedding dress consultants slash bridal salespeople? See, are they checking out for the fitting? I went in to get measured and order the wedding dress. So I I guess they're paying for the whole dress, right? I don't know. It it sounds like it was just the fitting. That's really tough because sometimes, yeah, things pop up. We're like, oh, a tip. This is like the tip thing option they have is for other services they do and it's just like their standard checkout procedure but it doesn't apply to this that's tough and then it seems like that's a tricky one and they said they're going back in to get measured so like right did the same person like was it one person right that led you along this journey that i'd be like okay i can understand why they need to be tipped like they help you know especially in a wedding scenario you're picking out the dress of your life they almost become therapists and dress and also measurements measuring now for four months from now or however many months so i do understand the tip in that situation she she writes i'd never been don't know it's tough if you don't know, especially if she's by herself. Like right. you, like I'd if you're there with your mom, you can kind of look at her and go, "What's the?" Yeah. You know, I'd never been in this situation, so I didn't know what to do. The gal who helped me was absolutely delightful, and I always tip at least twenty percent for excellent service when I'm out to eat or at the salon. But is a tip expected for a major purchase like this? Hmm. Yeah, that's the thing. And also with a wedding dress, you're like, I got ten grand or two grand right. or five hundred dollars for it. Dollar tip. So you are not working in the tip into your wedding dream dress. That's the biggest issue here is because she's like, when you do a wedding, I would assume like, here's the, I have the, the, the pie chart of the amount of money I'm spending on the wedding and two grand goes towards the dress. And then you'll get, it could be even more. I mean, if it's an expensive dress, that could be, and then you got the tip, the tip could be like, it's a grand. Well, that's the thing. Whatever the number is, you, if you're, if your number's two grand, I don't even know what a wedding dress costs, but if your number's two grand, you go, I'll have the dress that's nineteen ninety nine, right? And then they go, "That'll be nineteen ninety nine plus." Are you tipping? You're like, right. "Where the fuck did this come from?" You right. know, you didn't work it in. So to, but I. It okay, says okay. for I just googled it and it says for a fitter alteration or seamstress, which I don't know if this is different from a stylist, but it mm. says it is not customary to tip for fitting services. I don't know if this is different at like super super premium places, but. I went to a really fancy salon like maybe two months ago and I got cool tone. Have you ever heard of that? What's that? It's like they like put these like things on your butt and it's supposed to like freeze your butt and make it, so oh, it work out as much. I've seen people get it on Instagram. I follow some models that may or may not go in for this thing and then, and, and, and then take you along the journey with them so that they can get it for free. Yeah. I went and I did one of it because I was curious about it. And it's usually, it's probably, could say the total came out to like 800, 900. Then it popped up and I, the woman who did the applicator was really, really nice. Then mm. it popped up, do you do a tip? So, and I was like, fuck, I don't know what the thing is. So I ended up doing a tip, but the tip was like, prob- whatever it came out to, the tip was like a hundred something dollars, which I just hadn't thought about before. See, when I get into a situation where they flip around the iPad and it says 10, 20, yes. it, yeah, it, it, in that situation where I didn't expect a tip, right. I go lowest tip. Really? I just go, uh, I, I just go lowest tip. I go, you know, I'm, I, I didn't expect it, but obviously this is part of your service. So here's the lowest tip. And like they- I... The people usually aren't, I found are not that usually helpful because I'll go, I, I was kind of, I was like, is it, it's customary to tip? And they'll say, they'll say, 
Yeah, you. They're a little ambiguous about it. Yeah, they're well, not they, gonna say no. They go. They go. Whatever you feel comfortable. Whatever with. you feel comfortable like, with. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you're like, damn it! I wish you had a harder answer for the. Like they're never gonna say no, no, no. You don't give oh, tip me. I'm a right. fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah no. Get me out of here. Maybe <laughs> so I'll do that. lowest. Maybe the lowest one. I do the lowest one because it's like unless I mean obviously service above and beyond. But if for I didn't sure. expect it. Right. I go, oh, okay. So this person writes, I was so caught I was so caught off guard and definitely didn't want to commit a faux pas by not tipping right. or tipping too low. Especially but if you're 20, still working with them. Totally. And the, but she's writing here, this is kind of my complaint, but twenty percent of the wedding dress costs seemed ridiculously high for tip. Like twenty percent of a two thousand dollar, you know, two hundred dollar sure. tip? Right. Like, is that what we're doing here? Um Will this sweet sales consultant hate me if I don't tip 20%? Oh, good. She's already seen my giant engagement ring. She's definitely going to judge me if I'm stingy. That's another thing. There's a lot of social pressure. By this point, right. I'd spent way too much time on the damn tip screen. So I just grimaced and selected 10% as the tip amount. Okay, so this person did what I did, what I would have done. After leaving the bridal salon, I immediately Googled and found out there's absolutely no expectation to tip bridal salespeople. Damn it. Especially if you purchase from them. They're more li than likely paid on commission. Anyways, I love the dress and love the service, but damn, that was one expensive tip. Yeah, that's... Wow, this is... Okay, so like one of the first things that popped up... So tipping the bridal consultant. After talking with another bride, we got the topic of tipping the bridal consultant you work with at the dress shop. Sounds like what she's talking about. And the person saying it never crossed my mind. I assume they get commission. And then someone answers... Yes, they do. They do get commission. Um, I did not tip. Next person says I did not tip. Next person says, yikes, I did not. See, tip. this is this is the problem. This is why everyone needs to watch Say Yes to the Dress, because you say yes to the dress. You realize that this is all commission. Like, right. so Someone you get a commi commission could only be three percent, though. See, this is the thing. They should let you know, like, here's they should open with this. Mm. Every bride, bride in the. Let me teach the bridal industry please, what to do. Please, please. If I was the, the bridal dress, if I was the consultant, I would say, here's how I make my money. That wait, should be wait, a wait, part. Don't you, think, don't you think then they'd be like, oh, shit, this person's going to be trying to upcharge me or be desperate? No, but but then then at least it's up front. Then mm. at least it's like, and so, hey, I'm going to here's what my job is. I take you around. I get your fitting. I make. Yeah. I show you all the dresses. I am your I'm your fairy godmother in this dress journey yes he, and and i used to do this when i sold life insurance they'd be like and how do i get paid was always a part of it because mm. you don't want to get in True. a position where at least you set up the expectation right i get paid based on commission for your dress and by tipping right. my commission is this much it doesn't really you know i i wouldn't turn it into a bag as much as i was just like this is what it is right at least at the end this person could go and i do expect a tip you know for my time or I would say I get paid on commission. So whatever you buy for a dress, I'm not going to give you more or less time based on you can choose any dress you want. You came here with a budget. I'm not going to force your budget. Right. Your budget is your budget. That's the thing. Right. Like the, the, the commission to me is less of a problem because everyone comes in with a budget. And that's that's having a vote of confidence that the person has good boundaries with their budget. Because if someone's like your budget is your budget, I think what happens a lot of times is someone goes in with a budget, but it's like my budget, but is it my budget? Totally. You know what I'm saying? Well, that that's that's the tr where the trust is gained. And right. then I would even say if like if I was the bridal person, if I'm the the fairy god bridal person, I, I would say that. to them, yeah, I would say I'm paid on commission on your dress and referrals to any of your yes, friends in the future. That's a good one because. I don't even want the tip. I want future commission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's why Say Yes to the Dress is great. I, I always watch it. You ever see that show? I've never seen it. So Randy is like the head. 
So I've watched, I've probably watched over 100 episodes of Say Yes to the Dress. And there is, they have these consultants just like this where they come in and they take them around and you can see they're in the back looking for the dress, trying sure. to find the match for this person. And they're paid on commission. Sometimes they need, Randy is like a celebrity now. So they're like. Paid a commission by the dress shop? I would assume it's from the dress maker. Yeah, that's what I would. Okay, okay, because you get a kickback from them. They've got like the places that they go, so it's not like built in. The person's not usually paying. It. Sure, because there's different like right. you know brands and companies, but then there's sometimes where you're like you can tell they're having trouble closing a deal, mm. so then they bring over Randy, and if Randy, because he's such a celeb now, he if he's like, oh, you look fantastic, then they're like, I'm in. Say right. yes to the dress. Now I'm like, yeah, Randy's dipping in for his. Havesies, you know, you know, he gets some of this commission. So it's like, so I, I, the tip in this case, I, I really don't agree with, but I would say, I would say, they should say it before. Yeah, you should never be, you should never be thrown off with it. It'd be like if you're going in to buy a car and then they offered the tip option there. I mean, who wouldn't panic in that scenario? Because especially when it's a bigger purchase, purchase like that, there should be some disclaimer where it's like, just you know, it's customary. Honestly, they, if it's a big purchase like that, they the tip should be built in. They shouldn't hit that spot. Totally agree. It's not classy. Here's not classy. the other thing. Here's the other thing. I have gotten to the point where these payment systems. Are they just built in with that tip option at right. the end? Like, does the payment system take account of what industry? Right. You know, because now it's just built into the Always. into the system, and I, you know, it, it can't be the same for coffee place and wedding dress consultant. Right. Totally. J Train Podcast at Podcast at gmail.com here with Emma Wilman. Go follow at Emma Wilman on Instagram and TikTok. Go 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 go. Luxury Lounge, the Harvard of music schools. <laughs> Hello, Mr. Train. I found you up when it first started, got hooked on it immediately, then found the J Train podcast soon after. Thank you for all you do. Well, thank you. I'm a classical musician, have two degrees from the Harvard of Music School, Music Schools, the Juilliard School. Yes, the the word the is capitalized. Love it. Sure, a, absolutely. We I, know Juilliard. I, you don't even, wouldn't even need to say the Harvard of Music no. School. Everyone knows. That's that's everyone knows it. Yeah, everyone, I didn't know that there was a the. I mean, I've been just being like, oh, you want Juilliard? No, totally. the Juilliard. And that's I why it's that. so frustrating when Ohio State people are like the Ohio State University. It's like, what, for your for for your state school degree? We don't got to put in a the in? Like, that was a backup school. What are you talking about? Like, like the, you know, it's like, no, the, 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 like when I hear the before a school, I'm like, ooh, where did this person go? Right. The Juilliard, not the State School of Ohio. Right. I went to the no. McDonald's. You're like, all right, yeah. which uh, McDonald's did you who, go to? Who gives a shit? Okay. Whenever I tell people I well, went good there. Good for you if the, you went to Ohio, whatever it is, too. You know, school's a school. Yeah. school's a school. It's a fine. We, we've all realized the college bubble was a big grift. Um, so <laughs> whenever I tell people I went there, they always say things like, wow, you must be so amazing. Or were you a child prodigy? No, sir. I was actually just homeschooled in the middle of nowhere. Didn't have any friends nearby and therefore had a lot of free time to practice my random instrument, instrument the viola. Also, no one knows how to spell Juilliard. There is an I after the two L's and before the two L's. So it's J-U-I-L-L-I-A-R-D. Holy shit. I, I spelled it right. I'm this, But that I spelled it right means everyone was, must spell it wrong. Because I'm dyslexic, so I spell everything wrong. So that I just spelled it right means it must always be spelled wrong. 
That's interesting. So maybe it was like the Juilliard that, well, I would assume if you're like, I would assume a lot of musicians are a form of dyslexic. Yeah. And it says the Juilliard school. That's so, I never spell anything right. Just typed it right in and it, there was no correction. That's so. That's, that's hilarious. Crazy. But that, but that makes sense because it's like, it's like right, left brain. Right, like, right. you know, the, the, the person that would be, you know, good at math is not, you know, strumming on the viola or I don't know. I don't know how it works, but I'm just saying like, that makes sense. So I would assume the Juilliard was first written by a dyslexic person. Dyslexic friendly, absolutely. <laughs> and um, then, that's the first time that's ever happened to me where the Google didn't say, what are you talking about? Well, that's funny because this person writes, and there's no way to correct this spelling without sounding like a total douche. At my job, I'm able to comment with edits for our website, and I saw they had misspelled Juilliard three times. Hmm. So I commented three times with the correct spelling. However, I forgot that the edits get emailed to everyone on staff. So literally everyone I work with got an email saying that I commented, change spelling to the Juilliard school coworkers came into my office all day to jokingly make fun of me totally get it but I also but also I spent six years there so I want it spelled right damn it thanks for the best podcast contents on the internet so what do you what do you think of that I, I totally agree with this complaint. I totally agree it's about self-respect I mean you put in the time to do that and you did that and it's like it's the name of where you went and also it's literally what the name of it is so it's not like you're saying some nickname that you prefer you're saying what the actual name of it is so to let them know it's important it's a part well, of well without the uh, sorry to interrupt but without the eyes it's the jullard <laughs> i went to the jullard like that's not that doesn't sound this like the education that you got yeah, that doesn't sound right, right at all right that's and why I went. yeah I, I would also say to this person um I, I listen when she says the Harvard of music schools, the Juilliard school, this happens to Harvard people. And mm -hmm. you end up sounding more like a douche when you don't intend to, because what Harvard people do a lot of times, you know, there's a joke where it's like, oh, how do you know someone to Harvard? You know, how, you know, they'll tell you like Harvard right. people are less braggy about the Harvard 100%. thing than you think. They act sheep because I've had a few cousins go to Harvard and mm. they are kind of sheepish about it versus I've got another cousin that went to Yale and Brown. Maybe it's a personality thing, but the Harvard ones, you, if someone says, I've seen it happen where they'll go, oh, where, you know, what, they'll say they lived in Boston and then they'll be like, oh, what were you Cambridge. doing? Cambridge. Exactly. So it's a little bit ambiguous. So now I know if someone says they went to school in Cambridge, I'll, I'll be like, oh, did you go to MIT or Harvard? And they'll be like, yeah, I went to Harvard. Yeah. It is always they always do. I went to school in Cambridge, yeah. Massachusetts, and then it, and and you go just say I went to Harvard, say, like right. just fucking say it. Like I know what you're getting at, and you and I like we're from the area. We both right. know that happens all the time, and I think also that happens because Boston people are just such dickheads and ball totally. busters. Totally, so, they're traumatized, so they're just. Yeah. They're like, I spent some time in Cambridge. I got lunch there, and then someone in Boston. Jumped like, what are you queer? And you're like, ah, uh -huh. went to Harvard. You think you're better than me? Like, like I'm sure like a hundred years ago, they were like, yeah, I go to Harvard. And then some Boston dickhead, oh, oh Harvard, really? Yeah. Smart ass. And then they, yep. over the years, they've just changed it to Cambridge because they were like, I just don't want to deal with Southie Joe 100%. McMurphy asshole. 100%. You know, 100%. <laughs> but I would say to this person, it's a valid complaint. Um, also, the idea that you are a prodigy for going to Juilliard. What they're basically doing is saying, impressed. well, the, they're impressed, but they're, when they're, I, I would get frustrated because you're basically saying the only way to get be good, that good, 
is to be just born with that. You're saying you're totally right. Yeah, it's it's undercutting the amount of work you had to do. So it's like your child prodigy. And it's like, no, 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 no. And that's always so interesting to me when people I hired a trainer and she was like, you know, I dislike working out, too. And that blew Mm. my mind. And she was like, the difference is. I still do it. And when I first heard that, I was like, this bitch, because it called sure. me out because I, I was just I was just thought that these people, these super healthy people had an affinity for it. But it's yeah, the only it's doing the work. The only reason I don't go to Juilliard is because I wasn't a child prodigy is what exactly. they're saying. And exactly. it's like because I didn't wake up, for, you know, playing Beethoven in the crib. Like, no, right. fuck you. You're right. not a Juilliard because you didn't stay in from partying. You went out and drank in a field in high school. And I was yes. in there working, cranking on the viola. Yes. Fuck you. Fuck I had this you. on a dating app. Um this girl on a dating app, we're having like a nice conversation. And then she goes, what do you do? I said, I'm a comedian. She goes, she and her first reaction was like, I'm pretty funny. And I'm like. All right. And I wrote to her, I go, and she goes, I, I've always, I, uh, people, everyone says I should do stand up. And so I wrote back and I go, New York is a great place to start. There's so yeah, many blah, open blah, mics. Blah, like, totally. Yeah. This like, and it's like, the, you know, listen, if I did it once a week, you know, once a year and had my big show once a year, I would understand, but this is like my literally everything I put into my, you know, my everyday life is literally only thinking about this and to just flippantly say, and it's like, oh, you think nothing goes into this. I actually stopped talking to the person. I was like, I'm out. J train. It's tricky because when uh, people it's like stand up thrives on people not knowing all the ins and outs of it, too. That's true. There's no way if someone says I'm pretty funny, then I mean, there's like it, it's an under it's definitely an, so when people say that sometimes I'm like being funny has nothing to do with it which is kind of an awful thing of me to say because then people are like what do you mean I'm like it has nothing to do with it like everybody people are funny like the amount of funny people on TikTok the, the funniest there's so many funny people and so at this point I'm like sure. yeah, it's and then they just look confused and I usually walk away and like well you're never you're never gonna can like it's the same for the Juilliard woman you're never gonna convince someone Right. And it's not even worth trying. So like, right. that's why I stopped talking to the person. I'm like, I'm not going to sit here and like defend my livelihood. Did you know, like, you again, was she like, like wondering we, what happened? No, I just wrote back. You should try, you know, I go, go to the open mic. So yeah, like she a great place to start. Really? You know, she probably was actually just trying to flirt, like to be like, oh, look, we'd get along if we met. But then our brains just like, cause my immediate reaction was like, ah, sure. But it probably was her being like, oh, I'm interested in that as well. I bet we'd have chemistry if we met in person. To, to me, but I, I was already so turned off. I was just oh, like, well, 100%. There's, other, there's other fish in the sea. Yeah. And also, like, I want someone to be funny. But, like, to keep – she said it, like, three times. Like, I'm pretty funny. Everyone says I'm funny. Everyone says I should do stand-up. And I'm like, yeah. then you should. I, I don't do really it. know what to <laughs> – And if someone says they're funny, they're not usually very funny. I mean, I don't know anyone well, that's super funny that thinks they're super funny. It kind of, like, cancels each other out. Well, listen, every – Anytime someone says, so are you funny? What's the first response? No. I have no idea. Yeah, I have no clue. Truly no clue. No idea. Sorry. I'm so sorry. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Nutrafol. 30 million women experience weakened or thinning hair. Did you hear that? 30. That's three zero. 30 million. But you can join the thousands of women that have taken back control of their hair with Nutrafol. You'll begin to experience thicker, stronger, faster growing hair in three to six months. I don't have a personal experience, but I did give it to my mom, who 
loved it and is asking for more. She uh, says it's working and feeling good. And I, I have to say, if my mom's into it, then I, I feel really comfortable letting people know that she's having a great experience with it and it work. And so, so you might as well. It works by targeting the five root causes of thinning, stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, and metabolism. Nutrafol is physician formulated to be 100% drug free. They use natural, clinical, effective botanicals. It's easy to get help. Visit Nutrafol.com. Take their wellness hair, their hairnet wellness quiz for customized product recommendations. I like that. I like that they're not just throwing it at everybody. No, no, no. Go take the hair wellness quiz, get customized product recommendations. When you subscribe, you'll receive monthly deliveries so you never miss a dose. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after six months. As Nutrafol's powerful ingredients bring back, uh, bring your body back into balance, you may also notice improvements to your overall well-being, including more restful sleep, less stress, and better skin, nails, and libido. You can grow thicker, healthier hair and support the show by going to Nutrafol.com using promo code JTRAIN. And new customers will get 20, 20, 20% off. This is their best offer available anywhere, plus free shipping on every order. Get 20% off at Nutrafol.com. It's spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com. Promo code JTRAIN. Stand up for your strands. Get Nutrafol. The J Train Podcast is brought to you by Solo Stove. You know that debate you always have with yourself? You want to make a fire, but you don't want that fire scent burned into your clothes all day. The smokeless fire pit from Solo Stove takes away all that worry because instead of having to constantly dodge campfire fumes, you can sit back, relax, and actually enjoy the fire. I gotta say, it's Solo Stove season. If you have a home with a backyard, you got a deck, you got a rooftop, you want to extend your space. We're gonna it's start, gonna start getting cooler. You want to have people over. You want to have an area of the home that maybe you wouldn't have used on any other party. If you put a solo stove there, people are cracking beers around the fire, having a good time. It adds a dimension to your home that you didn't have before, that you don't have now. Solo stove fire pits are brilliantly engineered and beautifully crafted, made with premium grade 304 stainless steel and a patented 360 degree airflow system that maximizes efficiency while minimizing smoke. Easy to light with a few bits of starter. Your fire is blazing in minutes. Perfectly portable. Take Solo Stove with you on a camping trip or more. You can take it anywhere. Get the perfect fire pit for those fall nights. That's what I'm talking about. Fall nights, it's e you know easy cleanup, easy to start adds a dimension to your living space that you don't have right now. Get the perfect fire pit for those fall nights and make your backyard a destination with a spectacular fire pit from Solo Stove. Shop the fall event now and get an extra $10 off when you use promo code JTRAIN at checkout. They're so confident you'll love it. They'll, they offer a lifetime warranty and a 30-day free return policy. There you go. Just go to solostove.com and remember, you get $10 off when you use promo code JTRAIN. Podcast at gmail.com, Podcast at gmail.com, here with Emma Willman, at Emma Willman. Go follow on TikTok and Instagram, because she is hilarious. Let's go to some, we got, I sent you this one before, Luxury Lounge, utensil size at restaurant. Love this. This is crazy. That's so funny. Feather, feather, feather into the luxury complaint. I went to brunch this weekend at a place that had multiple burger options. I got a burger that was on a waffle with a sunny side egg on top. They better delicious. I mean, I mean <laughs> what are we saying? doing? What are if we doing let, at restaurants? They have to let you. They, I, I, they have to have let you know that. Otherwise, oh, it's just cruel. It seems like this was a specific order. I mean, 
also, this person must be writing from the Midwest. The Absolutely. idea that you had a waffle burger egg option is crazy. Okay, so they write delicious, but definitely needed a <laughs> knife and fork to cut it and eat it with. To cut and eat it with. Tell me how this fork is the smallest fork I have ever seen or used at a restaurant before. How am I expected to fit waffle burger and egg on a fork that's fit for a child learning how to use the utensils? Photo attached. It's the biggest knife with the skinniest, smallest fork. Completely inappropriate. So let's take a look. Look at this fork. You know, maybe I bet they're assuming as they shouldn't. They're probably assuming if you're eating a waffle burger, which and I've had all kinds of like waffle concoctions mm. before that you're just like that you're having a moment where you're like, I don't care. But they Hand can also face. build in that not everyone is doing it. Like if I do that, I'm doing it destructively because I'm just like, get out, you like just sure. going nuts. But the correct way to do it at brunch with other people, of course, you need a fork that's going to fit the si the appropriate size of the thing that they're serving. It's a good point that you're bringing up because mm -hmm. They're basically saying you're going to use the knife to cut it in half. The fork is really there just as a show. just yeah. for show. And you're going to pick up half and you're going to put it straight to your face. Right. But I would say this fork next to the this fork should never be next to this knife. Never. Absolutely not. And they shouldn't assume you're going to just you, just because you order that at a brunch place around other people. I mean, what if you, ha you had things to do that afternoon? You can't have stuff egg all over your face no and it, it, literally egg on face so but i would also say you're a restaurant with a waffle burger egg option okay you have one size utensil this isn't high tea with the with the queen the idea that you don't you're this restaurant everything should be so huge it should yes. be made for giants yeah that's there a should be work that's a fancy fork. There should be no fancy at this restaurant. There should be no fork that is small or dainty. This is a, this is, every utensil should be used by someone who's going to audibly fart on their way out of the restaurant. <laughs> it is so insane that this place would even have a choice. Yes. Like, you're at the, the, you're at the burger waffle place. Like, right. you need to have gross size utensils for gross people that it is just insulting the only place it's that insulting. it should have different it's, it's it insulting. insulting you're right because it's making it seem like you should almost be doing it's like did i make a mistake should i have eaten yeah. something to go with this fork it's like you're going to some place and they're like you have to put this pair of pants on when you eat here and you're about to eat a bunch of unhealthy food and they give you pants that are too small and you're like well now now i feel weird about my choice it's insulting totally agree like like the idea that this place has a utensil that could be used for a um for a palate cleanser portion of the meal no 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 right. get the fuck out of here fuck out of here that's a J salad Trey. fork it's that's a time. salad fork at a non-salad restaurant get it out jtrain podcast at gmail.com jtrain podcast at gmail.com let's do one more emma you got time that's for great. one more absolutely at emma wilman on twitter instagram and uh or and tiktok go follow go follow okay so this one's called I love luxury it. lounge country club embarrassment okay which is which could be a whole thing in itself because there's so many places at a country club each country club has its own rules each country club has its mm -hmm. own culture its own regulars and it almost and like every country club that i've been to in my entire life including this like gay country club in new orleans it was like literally like a gay man's a one gay country yeah, club gay country club Wow. Yeah. Well, that happens because country clubs are known for excluding. That's what so the then, like, was. a new one is created. There's, you know, in the Boston area, there's a lot of Jewish country clubs. Really? 
Yes, because they were like the country club in Brookline didn't allow Jews in. So they created their own in another spot. So that That's this so is a normal thing. Yeah. So that makes sense. That is interesting. But, and it's true what you're saying. There's room for embarrass, embarrassment at a country club because it's this divide. But, you know, some people have been there for centuries for decades right. the parents parents belong there so now right. they're the you know pinky up ooh, mumsy you know yep. they're that type but then there's new people who don't want to like make a mistake or embarrass themselves totally. in front of these people so you're kind of walking on eggshells all around especially if you're a guest too because if you're a guest at a country totally. club then you don't want to it's like a totally a whole even but even that gay country club i remember going in and it was different from any country club i'd ever been to with family or friends or whatever and it was there was I there was a vibe where it's like certain like rules and drinks and how you put things on a tab. It's like it's always don't be. Around. And I think we there's situations where we walk into and you repeat to yourself, don't be that guy. Right. And, and, and this is you walk into a country club. You have a moment with yourself. where You give yourself a pep talk. You go. Yeah. Just don't be that guy. Be that guy. You know, don't don't, 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 don't don't too loud, too yeah. soft. I want to yes. be. I want to. I want to kind of make my way through. So here, here's a country club embarrassment. My fiance is very successful for her age. With both our salaries, we are able to afford some of the finer things. Over the past few years, we have joined country clubs, Ooh. clubs multiple wow. near us. Most wow. because I love pools and drinking, and my fiance loves golf. Absolutely. This past year, we joined a more well-known club. Arnold Palmer's son learned to swim here. I bet okay. they tell you so, that every time you step foot in that country club. I bet that's like the opening line. The, the pool's probably named after his son. Absolutely. Okay. I love almost everything about this club. It was the golf. It has the golf perks my fiance wants: tennis courts, pool, restaurants, axe throwing, what? Be beach access to the river for our kayaks, hotel, and even a brewery with a beer garden. This Whoa. sounds like heaven on earth. That's incredible. I would love to go axe throwing. Could you imagine doing axe throwing at a country club? Can you imagine having a Saturday where you open with axe throwing and Woo. close at the beach? This is Woo. great. Let's get to the issue. To access the pool, fitness, and spa area, you need a key fob that looks like a hotel room key. See the very unimpressive photo. Yeah. So we have the picture in front of us. This, I mean, the idea that this gets you entrance to those many things at such a nice establishment is crazy, right? They must have been going for the, like, it's elusive, like, you can't, t you know that it's fancy, but you can't, but also this is... A logistical nightmare because it looks like a million other things yeah i would want on the front just a big money sign <laughs> like it should like it should have it needs something it can't be just this yeah. card they could have like, Arnold palmer's son on it there's something there yeah something <laughs> something it is unimpressive. it's unimpressive but it's also like it it Okay, let's. Uh, one day I went to go to the pool and my key didn't work. I went to the front desk of the hotel. When I told the lady up front my key wasn't working, she said, What room number? I responded, No, I'm a member. She said, Member for what? <laughs> Immediately, her boss stepped in and apologized profusely, saying, I'm so sorry. You should say that you're a country club member, and proceeded to tell me that they updated the key fob system. I'm already annoyed. She writes, I was instantly embarrassed. I know it's probably because I'm young. However, this would have been avoided if members had different keys from guests. Yes. Totally agree. We spend enough money on the membership, so you'd think they would have separate key fobs for members versus guests. If you're asking me to flaunt my membership, why don't I have a more obvious key fob? Am I crazy to think this? Thanks for addressing this. I know I'm in good hands. This is horrible. 
Yeah. It, it, I feel for you so much too, feeling like, oh, because I'm younger, it's not valid what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. You should absolutely say something to them. You are a member there, just like anybody else. And if anything, you should be even more proud of it that you're a younger member. So everything that these people had to do to be a member mm -hmm. older, you've done younger. So you're already winning on that front. Let totally. your voice be heard. You're think of where you're you're gonna be farther along than them down the line too. It's totally agree. It is um you should be proud of your membership. Proud. It should be and but also the idea that she goes to the desk and says, Hey, my key isn't working. What room number? And then you say, I no, I'm actually a member, and they go, Member for what? What other membership is there here? Right, what absolutely. else could I be talking, about? talking about? The, yeah. And then to be told by the person who works there, you should say that you're a country club member. What what else could they be thinking? At the training, are right. they not aware that there's members right. and then there's there's guests? Right. Are they, there's are, two memberships. There's, there's, two, there's, there's two. No other options. This, this, we're it's, not talking about membership to the DMV or a flight frequent flyer thing. It's a country club with a hotel. So if you're not at the hotel, you have to come to the club. Yeah, so what else? So the idea that you are put in this position to be put into it, right. what they're doing is they're putting you in a position to sound elitist. Yeah. Oh, I'm a country club member. You want me to say that? You want me to right. scream that out? Right. And now you're three weeks down the line, you need a new key, you go to the desk, and there's someone behind you, and you go, I'm a country club member because they told you to say that. person behind you is like, who's this dick? They think they're right. better than me because I'm a, right. a hotel guest? This is insane. And it's, it's like. Insane. Because they're really just ignoring half of their business. Absolutely. Like you matter too. And this is more. why, but that's why they need separate keys. The key should have hotel on the front. You shouldn't even have to say this. You should just get to show the card that has Arnold Palmer's son yes. on the front. And they go, no, no questions asked. No, we know. We see the key. Here's your name. That's it. Anyone would have felt weird with this and anyone would have probably ascribed what they're they feel a little different about to why mm. they're being treated like that. So maybe if it was someone who had been in there a long time and they treated them like that, they would have been like, oh, they're saying this because I'm older. Could have been could be anything. So anyone would feel they're making they would make anybody feel weird in this situation because they're just being rude to you. Totally. And, and of what? Here, on top of all of this, you. They, I know this from staying at nice hotels and mm. bad hotels. Mm. The nice hotel key always works. The bad hotel key never works. So they should opt up. Yeah. They should level up for the members to the system that always works. And I know it exists. The idea that, you know, no nice hotel tells you, oh, make sure the key isn't near your phone. The nice hotel says, rub it on your phone. Because Absolutely. it's going to be fucking fine. Right. Put this place is together. Yeah. This place is cheaping out the yeah. membership. The, the members should get a better fob that never stops working. And the the hotel guests, who, who they can do whatever they need right. to do. We hope that they become members. Otherwise, mm. it is what it yeah. is. Yeah. They, they listen. They want a better key. Become a member. Start right. paying dues. Absolutely. J Train Podcast at Juba.com. J Train Podcast at Juba.com. Emma Wilman, thank you so much for coming thank on. Thank you, Jared. So fantastic. Everyone go follow Emma at Emma Woman on TikTok and Instagram. So funny. So hilarious. I'm Jared Freed. This is the Luxury Lounge every Thursday. Keep sending yours in. JTrainPodcast.com. Title it Luxury Lounge. Give it a little synopsis of what we're talking about. And we'll be back next week. Boom.